Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely fantastic day today. A lot of stuff going on, as always. And first thing I wanted to address real quick and kind of bring this up and clarify it. I've had a lot of people send me links what happened in Germany the last couple days. Uh, the horrific flooding's been just destructive over there. Uh, we do have family, a lot of family over there. We have found out that everybody over there is safe. They're not in any of the flood zones. But what's crazy about this now is the reports are coming out, and they're saying that portions of the railway network in Western U- in Europe basically could be out of service for months or years after the massive flooding has left hundreds dead across Western Germany and Belgium. They said as the floods from the rivers saw the river levels come up three meters higher than the previous all-time records, destroying businesses and homes all over the place. And what's interesting, they said the flooding was caused by a slow-moving, low-pressure weather system that sat over the region from July 15th until just recently, releasing two months' worth of rain in two days. Now – What's interesting about this is the railway systems, if you've ever been to Europe, are pretty much the core of public transportation. I mean they get you all over the country, all over Europe. And what's interesting about this is you see certain parts of the world right now that are having absolutely horrific droughts. You see what's going on in California and so forth. And what a lot of people don't understand is you have to do your research on this. The weather modification research, or otherwise known as weather control, has been around for a very, very long time. You can just look up Operation Popeye, which was during the Vietnam War from 67 to 72. This was a huge, highly classified program to extend the monsoon season over vast areas much longer than it ever should have been. This is back in the 60s and 70s, guys. We worked on weather warfare. Now, obviously, you fast forward now another 40, 50, 60 years from the technology they were working for back then. It's not hard to figure out that it's probably adapted and advanced well beyond what it was in Vietnam. And it's interesting to me now to see them do this to Germany because I don't believe for one second this is an organic rainstorm. You don't have river levels three meters higher than the previous all-time recorded high. That's 10 feet that's 10 feet. Most houses are eight block walls. Most soffits on houses are eight foot. These are 10 foot higher river levels than they've recorded previously ever in those areas. And so obviously something was being done over there for a reason. I don't know why. Or it could have been another serious side effect of what we see. Because remember, you start pulling humidity, you start pulling water out of a certain area, say California. We've seen this in the United States where all of a sudden there'll be a huge drought in one area. Chemtrails, photos, and people send me chemtrails all day long. Drought, 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 won't rain, won't rain, won't rain. All of a sudden a whole other part of the United States turns into a full-blown monsoon area. There's side effects when you start pulling moisture and you start messing around with weather modification 100%. So I wanted to bring that up, let everybody know the family's good over there. We're praying for the rest of the people that have been affected in Germany. This is going to be rough as the water still haven't even receded in some areas. But we continue to be praying for everybody over there, Dad. What do you think? Well, it's geoengineering. You know, Dane Whittington has been our guest many times over the years on the show, and we've talked about that at length with him. And this is what happens when you basically put the earth into a tight straitjacket 
and you force everything to do what you want it to do. You know, Dane says that every single square meter of land pretty much in Europe and in the United States is completely and totally weather controlled. If they want it to rain, it's going to rain. If they don't want it to rain, it's not going to rain, as we see right now in the West with all these massive floods. You know, and G. Edgar Griffith, he said very clearly, he said the main reason they're doing this is basically to decrease productivity and to starve people out and stop farmers from planting. Remember a few years ago, the Mississippi Delta flooded. The entire Mississippi River Basin started flooding all the way up to Ohio. And what was interesting about this is that, you know, the military was on, how should I say, on point there. They were there watching it all happen. In fact, I have a friend of mine who's a full bird colonel who worked on that project, but I'm not going to mention any names. The problem with all of this stuff is that was also planned. Those are beta tests. You know, when they take – for the new listeners, and this sounds, this sounds like some kind of science fiction thing to you that we control weather. Oss is right about Operation Popeye. They flooded the Ho Chi Minh Trail. They flooded Vietnam. That's one of the big reasons that they had to move the poppy production out of Southeast Asia, that in Agent Orange, and move it to Afghanistan back in the latter part, early part of the 70s. It all got shifted to Afghanistan for the CIA to run their dope and sling their, you know, their dope money, which they used for black op budgets. Very important we understand that. Before the CIA started running black op budgets with heroin money and basically drug money and cocaine money, they had to go to Congress for appropriation for money. In other words, the black op programs in Congress had to approve X amount of dollars for the CIA to do certain nefarious activities around the world, including Operation Gladio and Operation Condor. Well, the CIA didn't like that because they wanted to be independent, be able to move quickly without having to go through the Congress for money. So they decided that they would figure out what in the world was going on with the Chinese revolution. They went to Ho Chi Minh over there, and they started doing some research, and they asked the guys over in China, how do you keep a million-man army fed? And we've talked about that many times on our show. You know, We have a million people who've got to eat, got to drink water, got to use the bathroom. It takes a lot of money. It's like you know, some states don't have a million population in the United States. So what ended up happening is they said they did it from the sale of poppy and heroin in China to the peasants. Well, our CIA had a big light pop on. Of course, at that point, it was still the OSS, and they were trying to fund Operation Gladio in Europe to stage false flag events with communism to try to make Europe feel as though it was going to fall under communism. They could continue to do their tyrannical enforcement of rules, and they actually hired a General Gellin who had worked with the German military. He was a German general to go in and stage these false flags, but they had no way to pay him because the United States Congress wasn't going to pay for it. So that's when they started slinging the dope. And then they couldn't do it. Then they didn't know what to do with all the money because they had to run it through a banking system because the banks didn't want to take dope money because they knew it was coming from, you know, how should I say, illicit sources. All the, you know, you walk in a doggone bank with $100 million in cash, people take notice. There's a lot of cash there. Where did it all come from? Watch that movie that Tom Cruise did, The American Made. And you'll see he didn't know what to do with all the cash. He kept opening up banks and banks and banks. They were burying cash, they were stacking cash in their closets, they had suitcases full of cash. Because they were bringing so much cash in from the sale of heroin and cocaine, et cetera, primarily cocaine with Tom Cruise in that movie. And so this is the problem they ran into. So they had to reuse the Vatican Bank. Well, the Vatican Bank didn't want to deal with this. They had to infiltrate the Vatican, and they started using Masonic leaders and putting them in positions of power in the Vatican Bank, which up to that point they had not been considered a viable candidate because if the Vatican Bank or the Vatican or the Catholic Church found out that you were a Masonic member, you were excommunicated because they didn't want people from secret societies 
messing around inside of the Catholic Church because they knew how dangerous it was. Well, that didn't help. That didn't work. So the, the Masonic Lodges infiltrated the Catholic Church. And here's why they picked the Masonic Lodges, because the Masons are trained to keep secrets. You know, the first degree, second degree, third degree, fourth degree, all the way up to 30, 30, 30 degree. It's all secret. And they're told and they have to have a blood oath that if they tell the truth of what happened, they'll be taken out back and killed. They have to take that oath. They have to understand they're going to do that. So they were really taught. Same thing's true in the military. Same team. I have a good friend of mine. His name is Roger. He was a he was in the military. He was in airplanes. He was basically in the Air Force, and he worked as far as crash reports and crash victims, and basically doing reports. And he was offered and asked to become a Masonic Lodge member when he asked one of the majors one time who was wearing a Masonic ring what that meant. And they told him that the only people who got put up higher levels in the Air Force were people that were high level Masons. All of the Apollo astronauts supposedly were Masonic people, were all Masons. Why? Because a lot of what they told us with Apollo back in the 60s was a lie. It was a Cold War, basically, psychop that was being done to try to convince the American population that the American-German rocket scientists were smarter than the Russian-German rocket scientists they had seized after World War II. Yeah, that's what that was in the in, in 1960s. Now, are you saying to me again, I'm going to repeat myself on this. Are you saying that we have never been to the moon? No, I believe we've been to the moon. I believe we've been to the moon with advanced technology that we received and retrieved off from Roswell. Do I believe that Apollo ever went to the moon? No, I don't. Here's why. I've got a good friend of mine. His name is Lee. I'm not going to mention his last name. He was an electrical engineer for NASA. He was one of their top people. In fact, when you listen to a dial tone on a telephone, the old that basically rotary dial tones, he's the one who developed the dial tone to clear the circuits. That was, that was Lee. And he was an electrical engineer at the Cape and worked for NASA back in the 60s. Brilliant man, one of the smartest guys, got over 150 IQ, brilliant. And he told me that when those rockets took off from Cape Kennedy, I've never told you guys this, when the rockets, when the Apollo rockets took off from Cape Kennedy, Kennedy, all of the telemetry was transferred down to Australia so it could not be properly intercepted. And I asked Lee one time, I said, do you think we went to the moon? He goes, no, not on Apollo, never happened. He said, we never left, they never left Earth, or Earth orbit. He goes, and then they had the big splashdown and all the other stuff. And he goes, he goes, all that stuff was faked. Now, you know, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But do I believe that we went to the, went to the moon on Apollo? Actually, I don't believe that. But I believe we've been to the moon. I believe we've done it through these different types of vessels that are created. Remember, just like Trump, Donald Trump set up a space force. We, <laughs> you know, here's what's funny with all this. And I talked about this a few weeks ago when supposedly these people are now flying in outer space and they're going 60, 70 miles up, which is not outer space, by the way. And, and, and basically, I don't even believe they're doing this. They don't want us to see what's going on up there. They, they don't want human beings and basically civilian people up there. It's a military domain. They don't want us to see ETs extraterrestrial aircraft or spaceships or whatever. And then they say, oh, there's a spaceship. The, the, the plane flew up to 60 miles above the earth on, you know, it had rocket motors, blah, 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 blah. I was going Mach 3, blah, 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 blah. And yet that's some of the world's most advanced technology, the military, and they can't do that with those types of aircraft. But you know, we were, we're to believe all, the, all this stuff is happening. It's all obfuscation, guys, boys and girls. Because they don't want you to look at what's going on with the 5G. They don't want you to look at what's going on with the coronavirus. They want you to look on what's going on with Europe and with the flooding of Germany. They don't want you to look at what's going on with the United States locking down parts of the states again. They don't want you to realize that Governor DeSantis has now lost his appeal because of that circuit court up there in Atlanta as far as allowing people to go on to cruise ships without having to be vaccinated, providing vaccine passports. He's lost it now. He's appealing it now to the Supreme Court. That just happened. 
All of this stuff is going on behind the scenes as they keep you entertained with circus and bread for the masses while they throw you loaves of bread and they throw you T-shirts at Buck Stadium or the Roman Coliseum, whichever you'd like to look at. But this is what they do. They constantly keep the ball moving so you can't see it. Now we're finding out that the guys who ran the research on hydroxychloroquine that was promoted in the New England Journal of Medicine, that the guy who is basically the head guy who wrote that research and published it was a scammer with multiple lawsuits against him for malpractice. And the girl who worked with him was a porn star who basically put together the data. Now, I'm going to stop for one second. I did some research this morning trying to figure out what the name of the porn star was. I, I can't pull it up. I can't find it. Maybe somebody else could find it for me and send it to me. But here's the problem. And almost every single time these people who are, quote, porn stars who get pushed into the porn business, it's all Kabbalist Jewish controlled, 99 percent of it globally. You know, I can't believe you just said that. Well, that's the truth. So are the Kabbalists are the ones who are involved now putting this porn star to do fake research? Remember, the Kabbalists run Israel, too. And the Kabbalists run a lot of the research that's going on, and now they're finding all of the information about hydroxychloroquine not working and not being effective in the treatment of COVID was a lie. And now the New England Journal of Medicine has been forced to retract the entire journal article. Why is that? Somebody at the other end, from a Kabbalist standpoint, because remember, it always goes back to these guys, because they're the ones who took down Building 7. They're the ones who said they had a cure for COVID a year and a half ago and already developed a vaccine. They're the ones that basically we talked about yesterday were spying and using spyware you know, in the United States to go after the people in the media. All of this stuff goes back to the common denominator of the Kabbalists. It always has and it always will because this is the quote-unquote old world order of witches and warlocks and wizards and weirdos, the people who have run this planet for thousands and thousands of years. And you always have to see it that way. But I want to cover that with you this morning and talk about all the stuff that's going on in Germany again. Germany's productivity was trying to come back. So now they flooded the rail systems, which transport a lot of the goods and services along with the people in Europe. All of this is to do – remember, Germany was the third largest economy in the world, third behind the United States and China. And they've got to do everything they can to collapse the economies of the world and create massive unemployment. My, my cousin over there, Maria, sent me a text a few months ago. I read it to you. She said, Germany is no more. It's destroyed. It's over. It's done. They put the communist Angela Merkel in there who was raised in East Germany, hardcore communist, and they, she brought in all of these people. Now they're finding down in Haiti that there are people are leaving Haiti. How are they leaving Haiti? How are hundreds of thousands of people leaving Haiti coming to Mexico and coming across the United States border? It's, this kind of sounds like what happened with Somalia and Germany, isn't it? Somebody pays for this transportation, guys. And now we have all these Haitians that are piling up by the doggone border down by Mexico trying to force their way through the fencing. How are they getting here? Are they somebody putting them on a boat? Are somebody flying them into Mexico? I mean, think about that for a second. And quite frankly, I'm not saying that all Haitians are bad. I'm not saying that. But I've never met a Haitian that I'm going to trust, ever. That whole island is steeped in witchcraft and voodoo. Some weird stuff goes down on Haiti all the time. And, of course, they kill the president. Three national leaders often cover this, basically presidents, who have refused to vaccinate their people. have all been killed now. It's interesting, isn't it, how they're forcing this kill shot on everyone. Austin, what do you think, bud? Oh, no doubt about it. And what's interesting, I saw earlier, I just pulled the article up on it. You were talking earlier about how 
the flooding and the droughts has slowly been causing a food shortage. This isn't something that happens overnight. You know, you don't have a food shortage globally or even nationally overnight. There's no, it doesn't happen that way because you have supplies, you have stocks, you have backup, you have all types of food that's been basically stored and still has another year, two-year expiration date on it. And so what's been happening for the last couple of years now, the same thing that talked about the Mississippi, the same thing we've seen now with the massive flooding all out in the Midwest where, I mean, numerous reports from people I know from customers that said, dude, we're doing everything we can to try to get a crop in. Most of the stuff's getting rot. And then you have the droughts. And it's interesting now, article just came out from ABC. Now, you guys know, I am not a proponent of fast food. Let me clarify that. I don't support, I don't eat, I don't endorse fast food. But there's an article that just came out in Taco Bell, the Taco Bell, the, the junk food Taco Bell store, restaurants. You know, they basically have, I think, what, 2,800 stores over the whole country, 2,600 stores over the entire uh, country a lot a lot a lot of stores they have now put out their menu and said that they're letting customers know they have massive shortages they said sorry if we can't feed your current crave due to national ingredient shortages and delivery delays we are out of many items and there's been all these tweets and people all over the country that are saying dude they're going to drive throughs and there's no chicken tacos there's no beef tacos they basically ate a Black bean, you know, taco in a hard shell the night before because there's no food there. They're saying that burritos, 10-inch tortillas, beef, chicken are all on national shortage right now. This is why I've told you at Health Masters, we work diligently here. Even being such a small company, we have a lot of connections all over the country to where we are able to get different supplies and different connections from numerous different companies on a regular basis. This is why, if you guys remember last year, when all the whole COVID pandemic hit and people started realizing vitamin C and D3 was absolutely crucial for the immune system. If you guys remember, dude, you couldn't buy vitamin C anywhere. It was out. You couldn't find it online. You couldn't find it at the store. If you could find it somewhere, a lot of times it was minimal, minimal supply. And we continued to do everything we could to keep a huge stockpile. And that's why Dad and I actually talked at the very beginning. I said, dude, we got, we got an issue going on. We're going to have some shortages. So we started calling up suppliers. Everybody goes, oh, what do, you, what do you need all this inventory for? What do you need all this rolls for? I said, well, there's, there's something coming. Same thing we did with the food buckets and the, the meat buckets. I said, listen, I said, you don't, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see the handwriting on the wall. Something very, very serious is forming right now, and the problem is most people don't think past next week. They say the average household has no more than three days' worth of food in it. So they say that's, that's the average. Now, hopefully, I would imagine, hopefully now, America got more of a reality check. It's not difficult to get decent food for a decent price still. You can do coupons. You can do specials. You can go to places like Publix, and a lot of times if you watch how they do sales, they'll do buy one, get one free. I've done that numerous times with them over there. Stock up on some stuff, get some canned food, get some rice. I have a variety of different foods I like to store up, including the organic food buckets and the meat buckets because I like to have different things to pick from. Beans and rice are great. Baseline, if you need to store food and you want to store something long-term and basically keep it really, really, really budget-friendly, you can stockpile beans and rice. But I like to have a little bit of varieties. I don't want to eat beans and rice every single day if I have to start digging in the stores, you know, stockpile stuff. But again, this is why I've told everybody, make sure you're getting a backup, even if it's a small amount here and there. I told everybody that last year, and I knew a lot of people. People were emailing me. They said, hey, man, I'm budgeting in. Instead of going out to eat, 
you know, three, four times a week like I've been doing with my wife. We, we decided that we're going to only go out to eat one time a week. And basically once everything opened up and we're going to start taking that three time a week restaurant money, which everybody knows you go eat at a restaurant for a couple at a decent restaurant. You're not going to go out out the door with tip for less than 60, 70, 80 bucks. Now, I mean, that's for a decent restaurant. You go to a higher end restaurant, it goes up and you said, we're going to start taking that money. We're going to buy one food bucket every month. And they did every single month, food bucket, food bucket, food bucket. Well, it's interesting. Now it's been, you know, eight, nine months, like almost 10 food buckets stocked up now just from not going out to eat a couple times a week. And it has costed them no more money than they were already spending. So when I hear people say, well, I can't afford to stock up on any food. I can't go buy any extra food. That's a complete and total lie. There's so many options you can do on a regular basis and cut small things out. Like cable. Cable TV is one of the biggest, giantest waste of money that you can possibly spend money on. That's why I don't have it. All it is is propaganda. I was funny. I was over at a friend's house the other day, and they had a TV on, and they were playing cable. And it was like there's a show on. And I, we, we were just kind of talking. TV was kind of on. We had it on mute. And what's interesting is it was like every seven, eight minutes during the show – there's another string of commercials that were like five, six minutes. And I, I was watching them sometimes out of core mind. I even told him, I said, dude, you notice how like 50, 60% of the show is all commercials. And guess what the number one topic was on every single commercial, vast majority, 70, 80% of the commercials, pharmaceutical drugs or some type of drug that they're pushing. Lysol, hand sanit, something stupid, something asinine to have on television. You don't need to promote Lysol. You don't want to promote hand sanitizer. Tell people, go wash your hands. Okay, go wash your hands. We walk around with a giant jug of alcohol-based hand sanitizer. A lot of people don't even realize that is not healthy to do. Your hands have oil on them. They have bacteria on them. They have natural things that are continually building up. That's why you wash your hands with running water. It's one of the best things you can do. Now, if you have debris or you have E. coli or you have oil or something on your hands and you're using soap to wash it off, absolutely. But seeing people, I, I've watched people do it. They literally, everywhere they walk, hand sanitizer. Hands good. Rub their hands good. Oh. Walk to the next aisle. Oh, hand sanitizer. They don't realize it's all that alcohol kills off everything, including the healthy bacteria that's on your hands. Using hand sanitizer all day long is absolutely not something that's conducive to positive health. All it is is a big cash cow, and people automatically flock to it because they think, oh, that's the best thing to use. Now, if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you don't have any options for running water, say you've shook somebody's hand or you've basically touched something and it's contaminated, then by all means, that can be a viable option. But just walking around everywhere you go, getting hand sanitizer? No, absolutely not. Not something you want to be doing on a regular basis. Also, too, in other news, I saw this article earlier, and it was discussing how the COVID injections are what are actually building these alleged mutations. And they were 100% right. If you even believe the mutation narrative that they're talking about, it's very easy to see viruses mutate all the time. That's easy research. You can read that and figure it out. And if you've got this injection, this gene editing shot, remember, it doesn't block the infection. If it doesn't block the infection, remember, say you take the concept of something like a measles vaccine or a tetanus vaccine, right? You get a tetanus shot, okay? 
your body basically has a small, you know, dead part of tetanus in it. Your body sees the tetanus, recognizes the tetanus, fights the tetanus, builds an immunity to the tetanus, and you now have an immunity to the tetanus. That's the concept of the immunization. Well, this COVID shot doesn't do that. You don't build any immunity to COVID at all. The only thing they said that it does is it prevents you from getting deathly ill if you contract COVID again, which I have a hard time even believing that. Because remember, all it does is signal your body to start producing spike proteins so it allegedly recognizes the spike protein. You become a pathogen production facility. So if the virus, you have no immunity towards it then the immune response is not going to happen. That is one of the distinct features of the COVID injection. They're not designed to block infection or give an immunity to you. They allow the infection to occur and at best lessen the symptoms. This is how mutations ramp up. So far, this SARS-CoV-2 variant, the Delta and stuff, they said are at most 0.3% different from the original virus. That minor variation means that the virus were to present itself as a new virus to your body. If you've recovered from 19 or you have a healthy immune system, you're going to knock it out immediately. And there's probably going to be little to no significant response that your body has to go through because it's going to fight it right off. That's what's so stupid about this injection when people are going to get it. Pfizer was very clear. It doesn't prevent you from getting COVID, and it doesn't stop you from spreading COVID. Those two things right there eliminate it from being in a legitimate immunization. If it cannot meet those two criteria, then it is not an immunization. That's the concept that has eluded everybody with this. So what it does is it causes you to make your own spike proteins and causes you to mutate some type of weird virus now that you're basically producing, your own body's producing. This is why you're seeing so many people getting sick with COVID after they get the shot. I personally don't believe people are catching COVID significantly after they get the shot. I think people are turning into such nasty pathogen production sites that they are producing COVID and in turn becoming unbelievably sick. And then they're doing the little nasal swab that's turned up to 35, 40 cycles. So of course it picks up any viral particle that's basically available and of course it shows you are now positive this is the giant lie that doesn't even get into the graphene oxide topic or any of the adjuvants that are in this including the luciferous enzyme that apparently glows we're very clear about that's in there so again be aware of what you're being told i talked to my workout partner last night we were talking he said i've had enough of it dude because i've lost pretty much all trust and respect in humanity he goes the fact that all we're seeing now isn't about covid it's all about the bad bad people that haven't been injected he said we're now having a pandemic of unvaccinated people and he goes i don't understand this concept austin please explain it to me he goes if people are getting the shot and it apparently makes them safe and healthy from being able to get covid that's the lie but that's what we're being told then why does anybody else care if you decide not to get covid if you've already had covid and you're immune to covid and you have antibodies to covid he goes cuz i've already had it and i said so have i and i said it doesn't i said here's the problem my friend i said you're dealing with a completely and totally brainwashed population they are in a level of psychosis 
They do not see the truth. You could shove 50 research articles in front of them about what they believe is a lie, and they would literally cover their eyes, plug their ears, go, no, 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 I'm not listening, and they would run away from you as fast as they can. I said, that is psychosis. That is a level where a person no longer lives in reality. They live in an alternate reality that fits their narrative. That's the problem. I said, you can't argue with people like that. I said, there's no point. I said, I, I've tried. I literally just walk away. As soon as that stuff starts, okay, right, have a fantastic day and leave. But this is why you're seeing roughly a 50% shot rate, total shot rate in the United States. Because half the population is going, nah, I'm not buying this. This is why they put a 22-page paper together last week to try to combat misinformation it's not misinformation it's facts and truth and they have to continue to push the lie to keep people in their level of mind-controlled psychosis that's why it is so important that everybody continue to get the truth out there and a lot of people go well austin you know what it doesn't matter anymore well it does matter you know why it does matter because if you don't fight you automatically lose if you give it all you got and you don't win and you don't get the medal or you don't win the fight you know guess what All right. I gave it what I had and I ran a good fight. Well done. I did the best I could. But just sitting back and saying, no, I'm just going to be a good little peasant and be quiet because I don't want to get anybody mad. That is not the America that I know. And that is not what we're called to as Christians to be. We're, We're called to speak the truth of what's really going on and wake people up and teach them what's really happening, Dad. What do you think? You're you're 100 right. I mean, this is not the America that I was raised in, Austin. I mean, this is not what I was taught as a child. And you know, and, you, and you're right. Also, if you if you give up, you automatically lose. I mean, if you're running a race and you're going to be one of the top five finishers and you're running as hard as you possibly can, and if you just stop before the finish line, you're going to lose. Probably going to come in last if you finish the race. You see, these marathon runners, you know, they run 20, 30 miles and they right to the end of the race and all of a sudden they just fall down and everybody runs around them. They get the paramedics out there. They haul them off. Well, they, they, they didn't win anything. They, they didn't finish the race. And the Bible says, you know, Paul said, you know, he hoped and prayed that he would not be considered a castaway and that God would say to him, well done, good and faithful servant. That's how it has to work. But we don't do that in America anymore because the population has been so dumbed down. And gosh, I sound so redundant saying this. It's been so dumbed down by the Schofield reference Bible, by Zionism, Okay. Remember, Israel is the home of the Costa Nostra. It is home of the non-extradition Costa Nostra. They can't be taken out of Israel. They can't be hauled off by another country because of crimes against humanity. Number one homosexual destination site in the world. But if we say that, if we state a fact like that, just a fact, that the Rothschilds built Israel from the Balfour Declaration back in during World War One, if we say that, that's anti-Semitic. If you say that basically the Rothschilds and the international bankers control the Treaty of Versailles, listen to Myron Fagan's report. He was there. You can listen to it online. I've posted it many times. It's like an hour audio. You can listen to it. If you say that, automatically you're an anti-Semite. If you say Israel shouldn't shoot Palestinian children for sport, you are an anti-Semite. If you say we shouldn't have 40 to 60 dual Israeli citizens in Congress and the Senate because nobody should be there that's not an American citizen first and only, you're an anti-Semite. If you say anything about Jeffrey Epstein 
being a Mossad agent or just Lane Maxwell being a Mossad agent who worked for Israel and blackmailed all these politicians for Israel, you're an anti-Semite. If you say that one of the primary reasons that John F. Kennedy was assassinated was because he did not want Israel to have nuclear weapons, you are an anti-Semite. It's insanity. You know, you could say anything you want to say about any other country in the world, but because of the ADL and APAC, you can't tell the truth about the fact that Rothschilds, who control the central banks all over the world, who work with the doggone mafia and the distribution of drugs all over the world, who basically have controlled us since 1913 with the issuance of debt, if you say anything about any of them as far as what they've done, you're an anti-Semite. Bible says they claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are the synagogue of Satan. And what they've done, they've hidden behind the Jewish race saying you can't talk about us and point this out because you're an anti-Semite. Well, you know, newsflash, I hammer the Germans, I hammer the Russians, I hammer the Chinese, heck, I hammer the United States. I hammer every other country in the world that does stuff they should not do. But they don't call me an anti-American or an anti-German or an anti-Russian or an anti-China. They're anti-Semite. And I'm like, whatever, man. This is the reason we're in this mess. Christians have sat back and they've read their Schofield reference Bible and they're waiting to get raptured. And they've been told that if you speak out against what's going on in Israel with the number one homosexual destination in the world, that you are an anti-Semite and you will be cursed by God because of the Schofield Bible, though it doesn't say that. And see, and this is the problem that we've run into now because the media is controlled by the same Rothschild banking empire, because the media is controlled via the purchase of corporations via BlackRock and Vanguard and Straight Street, pretty much controlled and owned by the bloodline families of the Rothschild banking empire. The censorship that we're getting on Facebook and online is absolute now because the same group of bloodline families and synagogue of Satan group, which is pretty much they all are have run this planet for thousands of years. We talked about it in depth yesterday. So this is something we have to understand. And there's a really good article. It's on Zero Hedge. And it says, it's an article by Victor Davis Hanson, The American Descent into Madness. America went from the finest, freest country in the world in December 2019 to a repressive and frightening place by July 2021. How did this happen in just a few short years? Nations have often gone mad in a matter of months. The French abandoned a supposedly idealistic revolutionary project and turned it into a monstrous hell for a year between July 1793 and 1794. After the election of November 1860, in a matter of weeks, Americans went, went from succession was taboo to visions of killing the greatest number of their fellow citizens on both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. I was watching the movie last night, Gods and Generals. I highly suggest you watch that movie. Mayo's China went from a failed communist state to the ninth circle of Dante's Inferno when it unleashed a cultural revolution in 1966 and started killing millions and tens of millions of people in China because it was under the guise from the Rothschild banking cartel. In the last six months, we have seen absurdities never quite witnessed in a modern America. Madness, not politics, defines it. There are three characteristics of all of these upheavals. One, the events are unsustainable. They will either cease or they will destroy the nation, at least as we know it. Two, the law has largely been rendered meaningless. And three, left-wing communist political agendas justify any means necessary to achieve them. Wow, think about what this guy's saying. I'm going to post the rest of this online on, on, on the healthmasters.com website. And Austin said this yesterday. 
you need to either follow us on our on, our, on that one, the one feed we have. It'll come to me a second. The one big feed that we have that also works with the uh, Telegram. You need to Instagram. Instagram and, and Telegram. Yeah. We also ST Brower. ST Brower. Follow us on that because, like I said last week, I was going to be on with Jeff Rents at the last minute. We sent out an Instagram thing because we couldn't get it out on, on on the on the emails. But we have we have the we have the Telegram. We've got the Instagram, and we've got the healthmasters.com website with all of the stories that we cover every single day posted on the website. You guys can read it and verify it. I mean, it doesn't matter if you believe me or not. Just verify it. If you see that I've said something incorrectly, send me an email. Send it to Austin. We'll we'll issue a retraction. Heck, the other day I messed up a story, and if you guys heard it live, it went for about four minutes. It was bad. I just misquoted something. I deleted the entire show. I have done that four or five times in the last seven years because I won't allow myself to put out information that's not correct. So that's what we have to understand, guys. Make sure you verify what I'm telling you and do your own research. It's super, 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 super important. Now, also, we also have to ask, ask ourselves a couple of other questions, and we have to look at what's going on really with what's happening with these people who are basically now saying, I risked being assassinated. This is the inventor of the mRNA vaccine for speaking out against the experimental COVID shots. Even the people that were involved in the manufacturing of this and basically involved in doing all of this stuff as far as promoting it in the beginning are saying, don't do it. We have to understand that. We've got to realize that this stuff is all over the news and the alt-media news right now. Again, I mentioned this yesterday. An attorney files a lawsuit against the CDC based on sworn declaration from a whistleblower claiming that 45,000 deaths are reported to theirs all within three days of a COVID shot. That means that, that means the aggregate total of deaths in the United States that are the real numbers, which I think they're still higher than this, are 45,000 deaths reported to VAERS. Now, why do I say they're higher than that? Because VAERS in general only gets about 1% of the data that is out there being reported to it. That would make 4.5 million people dead. That's the real numbers, guys. I told you that yesterday. Millions dead, tens of millions of dead and injured all over the world. This is a eugenics protocol. This is to decrease the population of the planet. And now we're seeing more and more and more people coming out and saying this. That's why they're, they're strangling alt media right now. And again, I'm going to say it another time. If you see somebody getting huge numbers and huge views still on YouTube and they're, numbered, and they're telling you what I'm telling you plus some other stuff, there's a reason they haven't been taken down, guys. In almost every single case, not all of them, but almost every single case – these guys are controlled opposition, and they're part of Operation Mockingbird, which is basically the CIA involvement in alt media now putting out false narratives. Austin, what do you think? That's exactly right. That's exactly what's going on with it. If you if, if people haven't picked up the memo yet that the CIA and basically the deep state is involved in a significant portion, if pretty much all of the media at some point the mainstream media and a lot of the social media and they're not directly involved in it all you got to do is watch the press secretary the other day <laughs> and basically listen to what they say along with the u.s surgeon general with their 22 page advisory that i keep referring to that blatantly says we're getting involved in every aspect of the media and social media to make sure people don't get misinformation they've been doing this for years newsflash this isn't new. They're just now coming out with it because they're about to get so brazen. 
they're about to get so flamboyantly aggressive with it that they're letting everybody know, hey, listen, we already run this. Now we're just going to tell you flat out we run it. And if you say anything, anything that goes against the narrative, you're just going to be shut down. Do you think this is going to stop guys with COVID? You think it's going to stop with this RNA injection as far as on social media? Next, they're going to start talking. They've already done this in in Canada. Some other states have already been hardcore about this. You go in and you start talking about how homosexuality is a sin, how pedophilia is basically horrific, how running around and trying to make everybody believe that this guy's a cross cross dressing transgender wearing a dress and we all need to call him ma'am while he's got a full beard. And you basically call it out and say, no, absolutely not. They shut you down. They block you. They ban you. Some cases, they try to find you in New York, Canada. They can arrest you. You're not allowed to talk about conversion therapy in Canada anymore. If you start having a boy that comes to you and he goes, dude, I'm you know, 12, 13 years old. I'm confused right now. I've been being indoctrinated the school system for the last six, seven years. I, I think I'm a chick. I think I'm a girl. And you go, listen, bro, no, no, no. You've been lied to. It's all a lie. Don't listen to it. Let's go out. We're going to go basically go to the gun range. We're going to have some discussions. Let's go out and basically go grab lunch after that. And I'm going to talk to you about the real truth and biblical principles. And let's go talk. And he goes, oh, okay. And all of a sudden, somebody comes around the corner. And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing, bud? I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this kid about being a man. No, we're right. I'm going to have to call law enforcement on you. You can't do that. That's illegal. You, you're not allowed, you are not allowed to talk to him about him going back to being a boy. And I go, uh, but he already is a boy. Newsflash, XY chromosome, in case you didn't get the memo in biology class. No, you can't say this. This, this is illegal. This is foreboding. You're going to jail. You're getting charged now. They already have laws in place in Canada. So best believe we start allowing this slippery slope to occur to where we let the government protect us on what we're allowed to hear and allowed to say. That's where it goes right there. It's not the government's business what you say online. It's not. Unless you are making an all-out direct engagement threat against the sitting member of the Senate, or Congress, or basically the president, you're saying, I'm planning on going up here and doing blank, 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 blank. All right, maybe we need to take that a little seriously. I got that. But this whole concept of basically we're going out now, we're going to start monitoring text messages, and we're going to start you know, stopping misinformation because people want to hear the truth. Remember what happened in Australia a couple of years ago? This was way pre-COVID. I bring it up all the time. The basically vaccine awareness campaign in Australia came out and paid for a billboard. Do you know what's in your vaccine? Question mark. That's it. Do you know what's in your vaccine? Question mark. Not a statement. A question. Not vaccines are bad. Don't take them. Not they have. Aluminum and mercury. No, 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 no. Just said, do you know what's in your vaccine? Prime Minister came out and said, this is absolute, completely and totally rubbish. This is not something we will allow to be done in our country. The billboards pulled down within like three days. Three days. Said it's rubbish. His words. And I quote, think about that for a second. Now look what's happening to Australia right now. 
And people wondered if this wasn't already pre-planned. Give me a break. You could, you could, you could see this a mile away last year as soon as it started. Was there a virus? Absolutely. Is there a virus? Absolutely. Are there viruses every day that we're exposed to? Absolutely. Is it important for you to maintain your personal health? Absolutely. Is it ironic that not one single person in the government or the health or the WHO or the CDC has discussed anything in the last 18 months about maintaining your immune system, about maintaining healthy levels of D3? Anybody else find that ironic but me? Not a single time. Not one. Why? Because it never was about your health. I had a discussion the other day with my friends because we just got the new mushroom formula in. This is an interesting product. I'm just bringing it up now because I did not know this when we first started working on it until I started researching it. We basically have the super mushroom complex, which is a full-spectrum blend of eight mushrooms that basically are unbelievably high-quality and they go in, and these are all like top eight standardized mushrooms that have been clinically proven to help out with numerous different topics. And one of those, they continue to tell me, they said, well, this mushroom and this mushroom and this mushroom, they all have massive healthy immune response. I said, mushrooms? He said, yeah. I said, I never knew much about them. I never really been into them. I started researching them years and years ago, and then I started looking into them more and more and more and more, and I said, okay – this is something I need to look into. So we worked on it. We basically brought this formula. It's eight different types of standardized mushrooms, and everybody that I've let try it now has liked it a lot. Said it helps out with energy. It helps out with basically their immune system. Helps out with brain function. I said okay. Said well, okay. We demoed them now. I said let's start running them. So I just got a brand new batch in yesterday. So I started taking it again today. And I can tell you right now, it's not anything that's some crazy. Oh my gosh, we're gonna fix everything. But there's certain things you can add into your system that massively help out your body. It's ironic that God gave us this planet. He gave us an immune system. He gave us an incredibly functioning brain, unlike any other species on this earth. We function through cognitive reasoning. We don't just base everything off instinct. Lions base their life off instinct. Birds base their life off instinct. We have the ability to make concrete, rational thought decisions. We have the ability to make free will. We have the ability to choose, not based on instinct, based on choice. And we have the option, the choice to decide whether or not we want to maintain our immune system, whether or not we want to add in vitamin C and D3 and exercise and get good sunshine and breathe fresh air and drink purified water. But we also have a choice to go eat Taco Bell three times a day. And go live at McDonald's on the weekend and lay on the couch and eat Doritos while you watch TV all day. That's also a choice. You have that right to do that. But here's the kicker, and this is what I've always tried to tell everybody. Anybody's choice to abuse their body and wreck their immune system, it's not my responsibility to go in and change my life to fix your bad choices. You make a choice. You have consequences. That's also the sidekick of freedom of will. It's not anybody else's responsibility to fix your immune system but you. But that's why we still try so hard here at Health Masters to give people the options and the truth the best they can. Because that's why I told you guys yesterday, I said there is no such thing as collective health. This concept that they're lying to everybody about is we need collective health, we need collective vaccination. It's a complete and total lie. 
There is no such thing as collective health. Health is an individual responsibility. And it is your responsibility to maintain your kids' health as long as they're basically under your roof. And at that point, if you raise them right when they move out, it's their choice and it's their responsibility to take care of their health at that point. So again, thank you for taking care of your health. Thank you for making a cognitive decision to maintain your health in this time that we live in right now. And it's also extremely important that people continue to tell the truth and wake other people up because some people are ignorant. They're not necessarily willfully ignorant. They just haven't been told the truth. They've been told all lies. So it's our responsibility at that point to say, hey, listen, you want to know about this? What about this? And if they say, yeah. What, what are you talking about? You know, I've heard about this. I had numerous people say that to me last year. You go, dude, I'm hearing all stuff about vitamin C. What, what's going on with vitamin C? I said, well, you, do you want to know? I said, yeah, I want to know. Okay, here's the truth on Here's some articles. Here's some research studies. Here's what doctors are saying they're using in clinical studies with intravenous vitamin IV, intravenous vitamin C. Not me. I'm not saying that's what they're saying. They go, wow. Why don't we be told about this? I start laughing. You go, well, it's because they don't want people to know the truth. They only want them to know the lies. What do you think, Dad? Well, the truth is, Austin, if, if people knew that there were a lot of diseases you could cure just with supplements and lifestyle choices, the petrochemical Rockefeller Rothschild Industrial Kabbalist Complex was shut down as far as its medical schools and the medical programs that they have. I mean, remember, almost all continuing education for medical doctors is through the Rockefeller Institutes and through this different groups of people that are pushing drugs, 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 and let's say this again, let's say more drugs. Oh, did I, by the way, did I mention drugs? Yeah, that too. Drugs. Everything's drugs, drugs, drugs. And, you know, last year when we saw this stuff coming a year and a half ago, I told Austin, we've got to get more vitamin C. And so I called up one of my suppliers and I said, pretty much I bought all their vitamin C. They said, why are you buying all this vitamin C? I said, well, don't worry about it. And then finally, about a month later, they called me up. And they said, we're out of vitamin C. We can't get any more raws. Why did you? Now we know why you bought it. All. I said, well, yeah, I know why. Because you guys are one of my manufacturers. You follow what I tell you as far as quality control standards. Call up another manufacturer right after that. I said, I need your vitamin C. How much you need? I said, how much you got? And they said, well, we'll do this and this and this. How much raw do you have? How much can you make for us? And I said, I wanted my quality control standards. Okay. So they sent us more. So we stockpiled it. I mean, literally stockpiled it. And when everybody else ran out of sea, we at least had three or four different sources. And we kept running out, getting more in, running out of certain ones, getting more in. We kept you guys the vitamin C. You remember that. That's why I want to thank you for supporting Health Masters. If you guys don't do this and support the show by buying your vitamins and your your mouthwash and your toothpaste and your deodorant and all the stuff from us the best you possibly can. We can't be here giving you this information. Nobody else is going to tell you this stuff. I mean, nobody. I mean, the Kabbalists run the world. The, it's an ancient sex death cult. I mean, Candace Owens said that. She, the world is run by a death cult. She came out with a video today. She didn't throw the sex stuff in there. Look at Nexium. Look at, look at that girl from Nexium who was involved with, with Rainier as far as recruiting all of those girls, Alice and Mac. What, she get a couple years in jail? A couple years? And she's already got time served for two or three years. She, I mean, here she is running a sex death cult, a sex sick perversion cult all over the United States. And what does she do? She gets a couple years in jail. Unbelievable. You know why she, you know why she got a couple years? Because she didn't blow the whistle on a bunch of the people involved with her. She was a good little, how should I say, uh, participant who kept her mouth shut. Who did well. The mafia always liked that. If you got busted for something and you went to jail and you didn't testify against other members of the mafia, when you came out, they took you back in, you know, with flying colors. Same thing with Alison Mack. Alison Mack should have been in jail for 20 or 30 years for what she did. Got a couple of years, time served. 
should be out pretty quick if she's not already out. This is what's going on all over the world because this cult runs the entire planet. Look what they've done to South Africa. We talked about this the other day with Nelson Mandela being a communist. Here's an article from Lou Rockwell. South Africa, the first country built on critical race theory, officially implodes after the jailing of Jacob Zuma. Supporters of the former president took to the streets ostensibly to protest, but actually to simply plunder at will. The official death toll runs now into the hundreds, if not into the thousands. But a country as violent as South Africa, the real death toll will never be certain. They are going in. They said rioters have plundered shops and entire shopping malls. And when they run out of normal goods, they steal livestock. And when they're when it's too heavy to carry by hand, they bring in forklifts. They got videotapes of these guys bringing in forklifts to carry stuff. This is what's going on. The specter of doom hangs over South Africa. The optimism that peaked when the country hosted the 2010 World Cup is now gone. Despite being warned for years about their failing water infrastructure, local governments ignored the problem, and now the country has routine severe water shortages. South Africa began experiencing rolling blackouts in 2007, and they've gotten much, much worse. Being, despite, I covered this the other day, being the economic superpower of sub-Saharan Africa, South Africa's brain drain is significant and accelerating. Those who have options are abandoning the country. More than 4% of all deaths are murders, and the murder rate is somehow still rising. But it's not just about day-to-day violence. It's about the expectation of what is to come. South Africa has completely and totally fallen apart because of critical race theory and putting people in positions of power because of their skin color rather than their abilities, period. And by the way, the saga of the NAACP Peter who yelled, let them die, let them die, about the opponents of critical race theory continues. Now, apparently she has, how should I say, resigned. <laughs> There's another update of Michelle Leti, the unbelievably hardcore racist, the local Fairfax leader. He yelled, let them die, about opponents of critical race theory. He made those remarks of much applause by a crowd of racists gathering for a protest on Thursday night outside of the Jackson Middle School and Fairfax County Public School System. The Virginia PTA announced on Saturday morning that she had been asked and to and submitted her resignation, and it appears she is no longer with the Fairfax County PTA either. Guys, when you blame any race on your problems, it's, it's the white people's problem that I won't get out of bed. It's the white people's problem because I don't want to work. It's the white people's problem because they won't give me the slave reparations. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We can swip that around the other way, too. It's the it's 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 due to affirmative action that the white people have been basically pushed down into a hole for the last 50, 60 years. It's the it's the it's the affirmative action people that have done it. No, we don't do that. You know, don't live like that. Don't blame. I used to tell the kids they would do something stupid when they were little and they had blame it on everybody. And then I would say to them, OK, let's hear the explanation again without using anybody else's name or anybody else's pronouns. How about that? How about you assume responsibility and let's hear the explanation from your mouth without blaming someone else? See, and that's what we have to do, isn't it? We have to assume responsibility. Guys, I had the privilege and the, the honor and the responsibility that I've taken upon myself to pray for you this morning. And I prayed for you yesterday, too, I want you to know after the show. I love you guys. I want to thank you for your support and listening to the show. Guys, listen to me. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. We will commit our plans unto the Lord, therefore they will succeed. Because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Listen to me, friends. Persevere. Continue to have hope in Jesus. They want to take your hope away. Don't let them do that. 
You're in blood covenant with the most high God through Jesus Christ. Gosh, guys, think about it for a second. Part of the Godhead came down here and died for you and for me and established a blood covenant through him that you go directly to the throne room of the creator of the universe. If God be for us, who can be against us? We are so blessed that Jesus came for us, guys. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Thank you guys again for the continual support and getting the information out there. Be sure to check out the website. I told you guys yesterday, the product of the week, basically on sale right now. The cortisol buster, incredibly good. It's got the uh, ashwagandha in it and numerous other ingredients that really help out as far as handling stress. Also, too, the super mushroom complex. Be sure to check that out on the website. It's a really cool formula that just came out. And the ultimate multiple capsules on sale for a couple more days on the super summer sale, 15% off. Pretty much one of our best products uh, overall. Just great product to start off with. Ultimate multiple capsules, healthmasters.com. Thank you again for the support. If you guys need anything, always feel free to give us a call here, 1-800-726-1834. We're here to help you guys out the best we possibly can because we're all in this together. As if nobody's figured that out yet, <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, but we're all in this together. We got a whole lot of stuff going on right now, and it's up to all of us to work together. So thank you, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.